as fuck. <laughs> okay, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Unopinionated. I'm Julia. I'm Heather. Hey, Heather, what's going on? Oh, it's kind of busy out here. What's going on with you? Oh, I'm going back to work this week. And so I'm. Ooh, are you excited? Hell no. <laughs> Definitely not. I wish I could be an unemployed woman forever, but. I feel that. I just want to live on the beach and do nothing. <laughs> well, you know what? Some of us think life doesn't have a purpose anyway. So what? why do we work? You know? Yeah. What is the purpose of working? We should do an episode on that. Girl, you don't even want to have me rant and rave about <laughs> capitalism, society, all of that. Um, I wish we were just like, I, you know, just animals rummaging around the Great Plains, you know, sniffing grubs and all that. Um, exactly. Life would be way easier if we were just getting hunted by <laughs> velociraptors. <laughs> so anyway, today's topic, um, I'm so excited to hear your take on conspiracy theories. So do you have yeah. like a specific one that you just love learning about? Um. No, not necessarily, but a big one that I actually like really think about sometimes is, um, you know, did we really land on the moon? Oh, girl, well, we are going to dive into that today. It's one of our conspiracy theory topics. Oh, is it? I'm yeah, so I can't, yeah, I can't wait to um, kind of dive into the conspiracy that is the moon landing of the middle 20th century. Um, yeah. I, one of my, so last year when Corey and I were hiking, we listened to a lot of flat earth conspiracy theorists oh really people from the flat earth society um and just the web they weave of how this conspiracy is literally teetering on the precipice of legit it's crazy that anyone believes it but um so we're gonna dive into that one first um you know some of the more popular conspiracy theories that we're definitely not going to touch on today because of um triggering people and stuff like that is like 9-11 being an inside job. So we're not going to talk about that today. Some people think we live in a simulation, which, you know, whatever, that's possible as well. We'll never know. So what's the point of dive diving into it? But so we're going to dive into flat earth theory. I'm going to kind of read the background of these of these conspiracy theories. And then we're going to kind of dive into like a, what you believe about it. Okay. So this one is a flat earth and I'm going to start um, and kind of I've been I did research for a couple of hours on these topics. So I'm excited to kind of see your take on these things. Yeah, so the flat earth society's most recent planet model is that humanity lives on a disk with a flat north pole and at its center a 150 foot high wall of ice antarctica at the outer edge in this model the sun and the moon are each 32 miles in diameter. One of the most famous pieces of evidence supporting the flat earth theory is the Bedford Level experiment. English writer and inventor Samuel Burley Rothbun conducted a series of experiments in which he observed a sailboat traveling down a six mile length of the old Bedford River to measure the earth's curvature. So this man, homie, we'll call him uh, Sam B, Sam B, um, believed that after the sailboat had traveled six miles from him, he shouldn't be able to see it because of the curvature of the earth. So it makes sense, right? If you're traveling in a straight line and there's a curve, eventually you're going to be hidden behind that curve. Right. Kind of makes sense. Um, and he thought he would no longer be able to see the boat. Um, when Sam B was able to see the sailboat after it had traveled well over six miles, he claimed that the earth would have to be flat. If he can see a boat that's traveling over a flat slash curved ocean and you can still see the boat when in theory the curve should be in between him and the visibility of the boat, therefore the earth is flat. Um, we'll figure out how this uh, theory is extremely flawed. Um, but I kind of want to go over what the flat earth model looks like because I think what I had said that isn't necessarily like easy to picture, um, but I've seen so many of these flat earth models. So basically imagine the earth is like a puddle, right? It's just like sitting suspended in whatever, and it's flat on top. And the, the keeping the water in of the planet is Antarctica. So in theory, Antarctica is the perimeter of the earth. And it has a however many 30, like 150 foot high wall of ice that surrounds all of antarctica so antarctica makes the pretty much makes the border of the planet and everything is inside so like the the normal globe you see you know from the north pole looking down that would be the center of the earth essentially and everything else is flat and it's surrounded by a wall of Ant antarctica um mm -hmm. and above it is a dome some believe in the dome some don't believe in the dome we're not going to get into whether or not the dome's <laughs> real 
But inside the dome is the sun and the moon, and they're on like clock hands that rotate above this flat, puddly, antarctically surrounded Earth model, right? So you can see how it's already getting a little too fucking complex. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. How is this more reasonable than the Earth being a disk in space? I don't know. So, yeah. so we'll start breaking apart some of the like most common like questions that people like you or I who believe that the Earth is currently round ask flat earthers. And this is some of those, their kind of research into why they believe what they believe. So a number one question is, why haven't we fallen off the edge of the Earth, right, if it's flat? Mm -hmm. um, so they believe that Antarctica forms an ice wall around the edge of the Earth and it keeps the water and us from falling off into whatever because i don't think they believe space is real so i'm not sure what we would fall off into but anyway mm -hmm. so that's why if you do like re in reality antarctica is really hard to explore you have to get certain permits and it's like a a world treaty that prevents really? people from having unadulterated unadult unadulterated access to antarctica so you and i can't just like go to antarctica and explore the entire continent do people live there? Like, I feel really stupid. So I don't, ha I'm not sure. I think that there are certain governmental agencies, but I don't think there's like a population of like Antarcticans. I don't think. So we can't go on vacation there or can we? You can, but only to certain approved locations. So everyone that's been to Antarctica mm -hmm. has been to like the same three mile spread of Antarctica. That's very sus. Mm -hmm. No shit. That's, I think... We'll get into why I believe this conspiracy even grew wings to begin with. But um, so that's one of those things that they say, well, we'll never know if Antarctica has a 100 foot, 50 foot high wall of ice. And Antarctica really is like 800 miles long. Or they think it's yeah. like some, they think it goes around the entire border of the earth. And they say we'll never be able to know that because of this international treaty preventing people like you and me from going and exploring that. So um, hmm. another common piece of evidence used to refute the flat earth theory is gravity. So we believe in gravity and we understand that gravity comes from Earth being a ball with stuff in the middle and it's spinning centrifugal, all of that, right? I'm not a scientist. I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, <laughs> but, you know, gravity. So um, masses as large as the Earth and other planets are round due to the fact that their gravitational fields pull their masses to the center of gravity, making the Earth round. Well, this argument doesn't work for flat Earthers because they just don't believe in gravity. So gravity is not real. Um, gravity is a figment of mm. governmental imagination. Instead of objects falling towards the Earth's core, they believe that the flat Earth actually accelerates upward at a speed of 9.8 meters per second. So I'm not sure if the disk is spinning or what that kind of means. Yeah, um, what does that mean? I just thought it just like sat and it's just sitting. Yeah. And it's just like a stationary object. So I'm not really sure what that's all about. So if you know, you can DM us or whatever. So they, they just don't believe in gravity <laughs> in the same way that like it wouldn't it couldn't make sense because the earth would have to be round for gravity to be right. Real. So they don't believe in gravity. So somehow they believe that the earth is accelerating. Um, and then the next issue is seasons. So flat earthers will tell you that the sun travels in a circular path above the earth to create a day and night cycle and the seasons change as the sun nears and moves away from the earth. It appears that flat earthers have an argument prepared for every scientific fact you throw at them. So they believe that like the sun is on a clock hand and it like kind of goes up and down and as it gets closer, summer comes and as it gets further away, winter comes. I could see that. That makes sense. Oh, that that makes sense. <laughs> How the hand is wobbly, weebly, like, woo woo. So, <laughs> I mean, I just, it's such a complex argument. Like you would have, it has to, it's more complex than the idea of the earth being round. Yeah, who came up with this? And you uh, said there's like a society. <laughs> girl, there is there is like a large percentage of American population who truly believe the earth is flat. Are you serious? Have you ever met a flat earther? No. Really? Oh, they're spectacularly amazing. Um, so the next you? part, oh, I have met a few flat earthers and um, they also believe that, you know, your birth name is a slave name and, you know, your social security number is like a filing system. I mean, they believe some pretty off the wall things. So you think that these people have mental illness? That believe the earth is flat? I believe a <laughs> lot of them have the inability to understand simple concepts. <laughs> <laughs> but, yet they, but yet they understand that the earth is a puddle surrounded by a wall of ice surrounded in a bubble you know i don't know so i don't know it's like they give up logic but they mm -hmm. believe something that's really impossible to wrap your head around yeah 
So what do you think that flat earthers think about astronauts? What about people that have seen the earth from outer space? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, they probably think that. Well, so. Hold on. So you were a flat earther and someone said, well, I'm an astronaut. I've seen the earth. What would you say to me? That it's fake. You lie. That you're lying. Yeah. You lie. And so they believe that astronauts are paid actors. All of them. <laughs> like every single one. Um, they believe that all images from outer space are CGI. They're faked. They're not real. Which, you know, the government has done far worse things than provide us with mm -hmm. doctored images to evoke emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So do you, I mean, can you imagine being an astronaut who studied in college and studied for years and years and years and you go up to outer space and some dumbass, you know, with a, you no know, a beer gut, <laughs> no degree tells you, oh, well, like you didn't actually go to outer space. You went into simulation. Yeah. So <laughs> the next, I just wanted to talk about this one because there's so much to it. Not yeah, so much, yeah. just, but um, okay. So the next thing is, so there's so many things that like discredit them and they just like have come up with something they've pulled out of yeah. their house for everything. So the next issue is lunar eclipses. So we know that an eclipse is when the earth comes in between the sun, like mm -hmm. the sun and then the earth and then the moon, right? So you can't see, you know, one or whatever it is, lunar eclipse, yeah, where you can't see the moon in the middle of the night, the moon goes away. Um, and the moon, flat earthers believe, is a shadow object. We don't know what that is. It's just a word. They they call it a shadow object and they don't, they have no description of it, no details about it, the size, the shape, the composition, or the origin. But the theorists believe that this mysterious shadowy figure just causes lunar eclipses. Just, I don't know where it is. Uh, it's, and it's totally visible when it's not in front of the moon. Have mm -hmm. you ever seen a shadow object floating around the outside? Have you ever seen it? I don't know. Mm -mm. I don't even know what it is. Mm -mm. But according to flat earthers, the shadow object is never seen in the sky because it orbits close to the sun. And so you can't look at the sun. So therefore, you mm. can't see it. So. Interesting. <laughs> even though Mercury is very close to the sun, and yet we can see Mercury. Yeah, riddle me that. Riddle me that. Um, <laughs> and then stars are painted mm -hmm. on the, the dome. So they're not, you know, they're just artwork, you know, celestial artwork. So they're just put out there. Um, even though, because stars move, right? We see them move throughout the night. But they say that there's a complicated Come schematic on. that shows how <laughs> stars move. Your fucking cat. Put your cat in a bedroom. <laughs> Golly. So... Pretty much everything that you can say, like, well, what about stars? What about lunar eclipses? What about seasons? What about the sun? What about this? Um, what about Antarctica? They just say, like, no. And they come up with something. Someone just pulls it out of their ass. Um, have you ever it, like, heard of doesn't the, make sense. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? Mm-mm. It's so, like dumb people often think they're the smartest people. <laughs> I think this is a very prime example of that because most flat earthers have absolutely no scientific astronomy or scientific background and, you know, I don't know where they come up with this, like, how how do they definitively know that there's a shadow object creating lunar eclipses? They just <laughs> created it. So it's like in the same way that they're like, you can't. So a lot of the reasons why Flat Earth exists, Heather's gone. I don't know where she went. But is attacking me. I told you to put that cat in a bedroom and you didn't listen because you're a bad podcast host. I'm sorry. No, she effed everything up. <laughs> um, so what I, a lot of re the reason behind why people believe in flat earth, right? Most of it is that these people who become flat earth lovers or believers don't, they distrust the government, which we'll find out in a bunch of these other, you know, conspiracy theories that like that's warranted i think we're learning now that we can't really trust yeah. the government i don't trust Correct. the government I, I don't give a i don't trust the gosh darn thing they put out right anymore like you want to tell me that you know this or that and the other i don't believe you i don't believe mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. um so there's three factions based on why these conspiracy theories like exist so the first one um subscribes to a faith-based conflict in which atheists can use science to suppress the christian faith their argument is that atheists use pseudoscience evolution big bang and the round earth to make people believe that god is an abstract idea so therefore if they can make the world flat and take away science then they can prove that god mm -hmm. is real so i mean that's a very very slippery slope from flat earth to, to jesus so the next one is knowledge suppression. So a lot of 
theorists believe that the government is hiding the truth because they don't want us to know the truth because knowledge mm -hmm. is power. And if they have all I the agree. knowledge, then mm -hmm. they have all the power. My Correct. question is, what does it, what would it change if the earth was flat? What would change? I feel like everything that we've ever learned. You, okay, I feel like everything that we've ever learned and then we wouldn't have any of the trust in the in the government and it would just create chaos because no one would trust any anything. Okay, that's true. I always thought like, nothing would change. <laughs> really? I feel because like you're still going to get up and go to work. Yeah, I mean, you? in I guess theory, I like wouldn't. I feel like your your day to day life wouldn't change, but I feel like there would be a lot of like chaos ensuing, like people would like riots and you know, people who like care about these things. I mean, if you could prove to me without a doubt that the earth was flat, I think, yeah, it might change quite a bit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it actually. Because people are going to be like, why is the government lying to us? And and what are we in a simulation? Like what, how, if the earth is flat, then everything we know is, is a lie. Exactly. You know, DeGrasse same Tyson like, would look real stupid. Same with like the Illuminati. But we can get into that. <laughs> the, wait, what about the Illuminati? If they're real? Yeah. What do I don't know much about the Illuminati. I tried to look it up for this conspiracy theory, but I, I yeah, I didn't know much. I know Beyonce is really, maybe one of them. Yeah, you can't really um like whenever you Google it, there's not much. And I'm not trying to like, you know, put a target on my back by Googling. <laughs> I'm not trying to get Beyonce to yeah. block me on Twitter. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. All right. So a lot of flat earthers believe that flat earth is liberatory. So the minute we know that the earth is flat, then we know everything's a lie and we can change the trajectory mm -hmm. of humanity, which at first I always thought it doesn't change anything. You're still going to get up and go to work and live life as you know it. But if someone told me that everything about science and, and the planet was, was a lie, I think I would riot for sure. For sure. I mean, I definitely would not riot, but I probably would still get up and go to work, but I would just, you know, probably talk to my therapist about it. You know, I'm really struggling now that I know that the earth is not scientific. Well, then what, yeah. who made it? Because that's it's impossible that the, the model that they've created, which is impossible to believe because of all the loopholes. Mm -hmm. But if they were to prove it, then like, does that mean God's real or does that mean science fake? Or is there a third component that we don't even know yet? Like, are yeah, we in so then what? I don't know. Then we take to the streets and burn this motherfucker to the ground. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you ever watch Billy on the street? No. Oh yeah, Billy Eichner. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should ask people on the street what their thoughts are on this and film it like that. Well, I live in the middle of the country, <laughs> um, so I don't know who... who, who <laughs> and I'd probably get some off-brand hillbilly southern... The guy, I would love Marty, to hear there. God damn the fucking Jesus and them baby killers and the Bible tell me to be a proud man and ain't no pronouns in the mouth. You know, all that stuff. So That's the type of person I want to hear. <laughs> oh, really? You want to hear deranged, idiotic. Uh, anyway, I mean, you want to hear a beautiful Southern. A Trump supporter. Trump supporter. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure there are some hillbilly uh, Democrats for sure. Um I'm sure there's all kinds of people out there. Um, so I want to real quick before we move away from my favorite uh, flat earth. The thing is, mm -hmm. you have to, you're building a circus to, sh to like to tell the story and that you still can't prove it. You're just making up shit. There's a shadow object that makes lunar eclipses that you can't see because it's too close to the sun. But like we can look at the sun with telescopes and shit, I think. Yeah. So riddle me that. Riddle me that. Mm -hmm. that's going to be the title of this episode riddle me that um <laughs> so in 2018 this is where this <laughs> this is where i laughed aloud for weeks because of this in 2018 a documentary titled behind the curve which you can watch on netflix i believe unless it was taken down um followed two groups of american flat earth believers notice how they're all american freedom of thought or whatever freedom to be as dumb as you want <laughs> freedom to not use logic in the eye of science anyway so they were attempting to gather firsthand empirical proof that the earth is flat they were like we know what we need to do to prove it's flat one group uh they're called on youtube called globe busters uh used a ring laser gyroscope so do you know what a gyroscope is i don't know i don't either but <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's a thing um, in to show that the Earth was not rotating. So I think what it is, 
no, this was a different one. But anyway, the gyroscope, let me look it up here. <laughs> what is a gyroscope? <laughs> but this, this gyroscope costed them like $20,000. Oh, come um, on. Who's mm -hmm. funding that? Yeah. So here's like a picture of it. Whoops. Anyway, um, it's this <laughs> round thing. Um, and it somehow it operates on the principle of the Sagnac effect. Also, not sure. We're definitely not scientists. Um, it shifts the nulls of the internal standing wave. Anyway, it, it, it proved to them that the Earth was actually rotating um, when they used this gyroscope that they, they got from a flat Earth supporter. So they're like, this gyroscope was not made by the fakers. The astronauts had nothing to do with it. Like a guy that supports flat Earth bought us this gyroscope and it proved that the Earth was actually rotating at 15 degrees per hour. And they were like, that can't be right. They said, there's no mm -hmm. way this, no, they dismissed it as corrupt because the device somehow was picking up on the rotation of the firmament. The firmament, I believe, is the space. <laughs> I, can't, I can't make this stuff up. Firmament is, okay. Mm. According to the dictionary.com, um, the heavens or sky, especially when regarded as a tangible thing, a sphere or world world viewed of a collection of people. So I think the firmament to them is like space or the bubble that yeah. we live in. I'm not sure. Um, so they said that like, oh, well, the earth wasn't spinning. The firmament uh, was that they were picking up on that. And it was giving them a fake reading. So they were like, man, dismissed. And then another group, Ooh. which this one, I this was the one that just had me laugh because it played right before the credits. So another group, they decided that over the course of a flat body of water, like a swamp or like a bay mm. or inlet or something, they were going to put these like wooden pegs and they were going to have holes in the wooden pegs at the same like you know all at 10 feet high above sea level and they said that they're going to shoot a laser through all these holes and like 10 miles later it won't hit the final beam or it would hit the final beam because the earth is flat so you know if the earth is round and you put them all at 10 feet eventually it won't go through to the to the very end if that makes sense right because of the, the whatever well it turns out they were wrong again they were like oh they just couldn't get it to line up right they kept trying to get the, to get the laser through the holes and they were like oh like you know what why isn't this working and yeah. eventually they found out that the earth was in fact uh the laser was in fact bending by several feet over the distance uh, because the earth is in fact round but they also just said that it's inconclusive they didn't quite they didn't quite know what the outcome was right so i don't know and also like a lot of people say that, well, like in an airplane, when you fly, like the earth looks flat. And in my opinion, like the earth is so big, you can't see the curvature from 30,000 feet. Yeah. You would need to be like in outer space to see the curvature. Like, yeah. Dunning Kruger effect. You're just so dumb because what you see with your own eyes, you can't comprehend yeah. something bigger than that. Bigger than that, right. All right. So give me your thoughts. I think the earth is flat sorry my cat's like trying to walk in front of me um i don't think the earth is flat but i can see the i can see the research that they put behind it i think that they you know do put forth um a, a telling argument i think they would be great at writing like the bible volume two yeah because they're really great at telling stories and making up shit <laughs> i think that yeah I think there needs to be more research. I think that if they want to be more convincing, <laughs> they need to do more research. <laughs> My thing, what I what I would really like, so here's like a complete side tangent. And this is why I still ride hard on the earth might be flat. And I want answers. Like aside from all the shit that doesn't make any sense, I want to go to Antarctica. So some people believe that in Antarctica, like even if the earth is is round, there is a portal in Antarctica or like in the flat earth situation, like over the wall of mm -hmm. Antarctica, there could be other lands. There could be 90 more percent of our earth, right? It's hidden through Ant Antarctica is like the gateway, right? So that's I think like, yeah, that's what I think is really sus is the whole Antarctica thing. Yeah. That's the only thing that has me holding on for hope. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's something down there. Yeah. And uh, most military, like people will say it's like a military strategic point because it's at the bottom of the planet. But I say no. I say some people believe that there is a portal 
in Antarctica that takes you to like a place where dinosaurs still roam. And that's what I want to explore. I want to see what the hell's in Antarctica. And I want to see, does it have a 150 foot ice wall? Is it 7,000 miles long? Or, mm-hmm. you know, are there dinosaurs roaming just through a little portal? That's what I want to know. How do we go from dinosaurs to like humans? I feel like I don't remember any part of history. <laughs> um, well, there's this thing that some people don't believe in called evolution. Also, sus. <laughs> if you, uh, if you, there's specific people that don't believe in evolution because that would discredit a certain being in heavens, or could could make it harder to believe in certain belief systems that are a man-made written book. Anyway, um, but yeah, there's you know ev- evolution. To some people believes that so i guess it depends because mm-hmm. if you don't believe in evolution then i don't know how to tell you how we got from dinosaurs to humans but if you do then that's that's what i would tell you mm. i so, see the earth might might earth is round but what's up with antarctica but it could be flat <laughs> <laughs> you know we what? still never we never proved that it was round i've never been to outer space so therefore i can't tell exactly. you exactly and i mm-hmm. don't believe anything the government tells me Mm-hmm. now we just need to, we just need to go to antarctica yeah and outer space yeah what do you think is more scary earth i mean the ocean or outer space uh like if you had to if you had to be like shot by yourself in a rocket up into space or like in a submarine like going down to the bottom of the ocean by yourself I would definitely choose the ocean because there's a chance of rescue. If you shoot me out into the galaxy, I'm, <laughs> you ever seen Interstellar? Like, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you? I don't know. I I probably would hyperventilate myself to death <laughs> in either situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if you told me how to get in a, like a, a submarine and go down to Mariana's Trench, I would be like, I'm good. I don't need that. I'm adventurous, but not that adventurous. Yeah, I would know. But I would love, I would, I would be down to, I don't want to go to Mars, but if there was like another galaxy with another planet of with life on it, I would totally mm-hmm. love to go and be like an ambassador. Yeah. Be like, like, I don't know what aliens say. <laughs> I just imagine it's like a like radio frequencies or something. Like yeah. That communicate. Um, okay. <laughs> That's my attempt at radio frequency sounds. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. Maybe we could teach him how to do um Morse code. Anyway, yeah. they would have to understand uh, English language. Well, you know, that's another thing is how did how did we ever get all these languages and how do we know how to speak them? Because how did <laughs> how did how did the first Chinese person speak to the first England you know what I mean like American like how do you know that this means that in Chinese you are it has passed over my head I don't know I mean <laughs> think about the first person to use their vocal cords to make a sound like, yeah Ugh. and then like <laughs> and like knowing one of them's anger or sad and hunger and one of them's like joy yeah and, like, like who oh wow who may <laughs> who comes up with all this <laughs> I have a human tether much no, smarter than like us. <laughs> oh boy. We'll leave that for another episode. We'll talk about them. Yeah. Have you ever read the book Sapiens? Mm-mm. I forget. It's by some name that I can't remember, but it's about like the development of society, of human society, um, like anthropology, like the development of how humans went from being mostly animalistic to developing mm-hmm. money, language, religion, belief system, stuff like that. Um, and it's actually a very dry read. I'm not even finished with it. And I started it like six years ago because like you fall asleep every chapter, but it's actually really informative. Well, I actually might learn. I might read that in the next month or two whenever yeah. I'm. It's called Sapiens. It's really good. Um, like learning how we created money, pretty much like there was like a port right where people on their boats came and like say where you lived you had beaver pelts and goat's milk right and where Mm -hmm. I came from we had oysters and seaweed baskets Mm -hmm. and you didn't and then the third party so Steve he had coffee and lube and you needed you wanted my oysters and Steve needed your beaver pelts and I didn't need anything from Steve right so 
it wouldn't work where I could trade back and forth with you because I didn't need anything from you, but I needed something right. from him. He needed something from you, but nothing from me. Wow. And so we created this system where it's like, well, this is worth three shells. This is worth five shells. So come to the bank and then we'll give you shells for the beavers and then we'll sell directly to consumer. So that's pretty much the concept of money, which is all made up in order for people of varying communities to come together and get what they need without having to buy or give things they didn't want to. I see. Essentially. I mean, he says it way more articulately in the book, but, you know. Yeah. That's a nice yeah. synopsis. Yeah. So you should read it. Sapiens. Yeah. By some guy's name I can't remember. So we're yeah. going to move on to our next um, conspiracy theory. And this one is Corey's favorite. So I just asked him, I was like, what's your, like, favorite just off the wall conspiracy theory? Mm -hmm. And um, he said it's the Tartarian Empire. Um, mm -hmm. So overall, the premise is it's in an alternative history, a vast, technologically advanced Tartarian empire emanating from the North Central Asia or thereabouts, either influenced or built vast cities and infrastructure all over the world. The architecture includes tall, open buildings with massive, heavy doors and ornate designs and sound wave shaped windows to create or capture atmospheric energy. So imagine like the Taj Mahal. There's like if you look up Tartarian um, architecture, there's like a very specific type of architecture that still stands like there's still buildings today that are modeled after this tartarian like infrastructure um so like the taj mahal is one of them and there's a couple others that like i can't remember um but they also have these big round windows that look like um you know those like i just get what are those things that you would put the, uh, the, the, pen like the in? i know what you're talking it was about like, zoom, 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 and had like yeah, little yeah. you know whatever those are called not etch a sketch mm -hmm kaleidoscatch or something like that yeah um but yeah a lot of windows that look like that and they if you look up what a sound wave looks like it's the same shape of the windows and so people believe that they use these buildings to capture atmospheric energy which gave all humankind free energy from the atmosphere so you could see how capitalism wouldn't like that hmm. so yeah, they created an atmospheric free energy system and easy living that allowed all humanity to live without the pressure of the government so they could just all spend time cultivating art enjoying themselves finding pleasure in their lives instead of you know misery and work for until you're 70. Um, so suddenly a cataclysm or a steady antagonistic decline no one really knows what happened to the tartarian empire but recently as 100 years ago so 1920s um, tartaria fell and for some reason there's no evidence of tartaria um, it's great buildings though were buried and under they call it the mud flood so they believe that this giant flood of mud came and buried like all of these build all these buildings essentially and that's why in like the um, early 20th century there was a lot of re-excavation of buildings that like their basements were covered and like windows were in the basements and just didn't make sense so and they call this period the great reset when we kind of erased tartaria and kind of brought in the modern world that we know so a mm -hmm. few surviving examples of tartaria um are for they're falsely requested so the architecture that the Tartarians built were falsely recast as a work of contemporary builders who could never have executed buildings of such grace and beauty and subjected them to clumsy alterations. So like, we got to change it up a little bit to make it look a little less Tartarian, um, you know, and just made it more, look more, you know, white guy, I guess. Um, so some even suggest that we devolved from them after the great flood of mud and the great cover-up. So a lot of people think we are Tartarian descendants, but we have that lack of knowledge. Like we've missed that the connect because mm -hmm. we, we were like, they turned off like our memory to this, you know, our history. Um, so they think that this flood was responsible for wiping most of their technological innovations out and leaving only remnants of their architecture, which you can see in some, if you like just Google like Tartarian um, architecture, like proof, there's like buildings that are like half covered in mud. I don't know, they're probably doctored images, you know, can't trust anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but these are images of buildings with basement layers seemingly covered with layers of mud. And they prove that that enough is enough to prove the theory that there was a whole other empire as early as the 1920s that were giving us free energy. Um, most people believe that they're just simply basements, the buildings. It's not actually they're just they built a basement. And uh, that's why the basement's under the ground. Um, and ever since we came along, some people have been trying to hide their existence from the world and claim their architecture as their own. Um, so. What do you think about the Tartarian Empire? Uh, so did the did that flood mud or mud flood? Is that that really happen in real life, or are they just claiming that? <laughs> no, girl, it didn't. It, there's no. I mean, in 1920, do you remember a massive flood that covered the whole Earth in 1920? I don't remember much about any history, so. <laughs> but <laughs> but if they were trying to cover it up, we wouldn't remember it anyway. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the Great I... Dust Bowl. Maybe that's a result of the mud flood or something. I can say that I've never heard about this, so I don't agree with it. Oh, so here's like a here's like a common example of Tartarian um, architecture. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, it's a real building, maybe. Um, oh, look, and there actually, like, I think there was instances of like big floods in maybe East Asia. Actually, don't quote me on that. I don't remember. I made that up, I think. Um, but like even in New York City, right? Like that's mm-hmm. a Tartarian architecture like there's these buildings that were way before their time and that's why people think like why are why is one building in every city this tartarian architecture and like why is it not you know why is it so old and and why doesn't it look like all the other buildings i think it's just called people's style of architecture yeah yeah, what is Corey's thought on this um i think he thinks it's just so wacky that he loves Mm -hmm. it um and, you know, if it was real, then it just goes to prove that, like, we were human, like, we were um, philanthropists, like, in the past. Like, we did help each other and we did provide free energy and, like, maybe we can get back to that. I think it's just a more hopeful human history that, you know, instead of pillaging, raping, murdering, crusading and forcing people to murder their own and adapt to a certain religion, you know, I think it gives us an alternative that, like, oh, we weren't that bad. Yeah. But we were. Just a little bit. Yeah. And apparently, like, during this, I saw this one video on YouTube where these, like, the giant gray humanoid beings that, like, came in, like, monsters. And they, I don't really know what they had to do with it, but. Hmm. Yeah. That would be, this is something I kind of want to look up more info on. Yeah, you should look up Tartarian architecture and the great mud flood. Should we look up if the mud flood was real? Yeah, was Google that. The mud flood real? <laughs> Did it actually happening? Oh, the history. Because if there was a if there was a mud flood, <laughs> I could maybe get behind this theory. <laughs> um, so far, I'm seeing <laughs> no, there wasn't. But they wouldn't want us to know if there was mud in the flood. I mean, the way I look at it is, you know, if you're religious and you believe in Noah's Ark, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps that was the mud flood, mm-hmm. and we're all descendants of Noah. Like. I'm not saying that I don't believe in the Bible. I mean, I don't believe in the Bible, but I do believe in synchronicities, right? Mm-hmm. So I believe that, like, there's this mud flood, right? And maybe somebody adapted Noah's Ark and created this theory based on that theory. Or vice versa, right? Maybe this did really happen and some old guy in whatever 1000 BC or whenever the Bible, when was the Bible written? Yeah, I don't even know. I guess around the time Jesus died or was it before, maybe before? I don't know. Does anyone know about who actually wrote the Bible or were they all written under aliases? But, um, you know, maybe someone adapted from a story that they heard and created this entire theory. Like the flat earth, right? Literally people just made up that we're in a dome in a puddle around a 150 foot That's ice true. wall. Like, no, there's no proof of that. If there's no proof that the earth is round, you have no proof that the earth is flat. True. Because where the fuck is your proof? Exactly. So That's what I think about. The weird thing I think about conspiracy theories is... There's far more evidence deconstructing the theory than there is supporting it. So why believe something that has less evidence? Mm-hmm. Unless the evidence is all fake from the government. Is anything real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry my to God. question everything. Well, I was actually going to add the simulation theory to this, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was too much for my brain this morning. Yeah. Um, but in that theory, No. We are a computer program experiencing a computer program. We're literally ones and O's like the Matrix. And we are just, imagine you're like a Sims character or a Grand Theft Auto character. I would imagine I'm in Hogwarts Legacy because that to me was really fun to play. But like, imagine you are you you don't have free will. There is no heaven. You are just in a computer program. It's That's like crazy. very developed. I don't believe that because I think it's way too well done. You Way too so. well done. If it's a simulation, yeah. I mean, there's no glitches. Well, there are some. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. There are some. Which we're gonna get into on one of the theories that I legitimately, I do believe in one for sure because I think I'm. We'll get into it anyway. So speaking of the government lying to us, we're gonna get into the moon landing. Do you mm. want to read this one? Um. You can read it. Just okay, I just feel like I'm just talking and talking and talking. Yeah, no, my head's just not oh, with yeah. it. Heather got a lumbar puncture yesterday, so they, like, drained out her brain fluid, so. Yeah, so I'm a little slow. Okay, that's okay. Um, <laughs> so the moon landing, not real. 
absolutely not real. Couldn't be real um, because some people say so. Um, so the moon landing was fake because the American flag is flapping in the wind. And if you look at the American flag in still pictures from the Apollo 11 mission, it appears to be flapping in the wind. But how can that be? There's no wind on the moon. The simple answer is it isn't flapping. That's because in an ordinary because it isn't an ordinary flag. If the astronauts had planted a regular flag on the moon, it would have hung slack like flags do on Earth when there's no wind. This oh. wouldn't make for a very appealing photo. So NASA, you know, the believable NASA, um, designed special flags for astronauts, special flags for astronauts to take with them. All six Apollo missions that made it to the moon planted an American flag there. These flags had a horizontal rod inside to make them stick out from the flagpole. Okay, sure, we'll believe that for the time being. The Apollo 11 astronauts had trouble extending the rod all the way. And in still pictures, this creates a ripple effect that makes the flag look like it's waving in the wind. Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for one instance. Um, in video images of the flag, you can see it only moves while the astronauts are grinding it into the moon's surface. Sure it does. After the astronauts step away, it stays in the same bent shape because of the partially extended rod. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't believe that. I think that's I bullshit. I don't believe that one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's you know, weird. That's mm -mm. a stretch. That's, yeah. Mm -mm, that's sus for sure. Um, number two, the moon landing is fake because you can't see the stars, right? If you're on the moon, shouldn't you be able to see the stars? There's no light pollution. So one of the first um, arguments heard was the, the stars are invisible. The fact that there are no stars, it's weird. Um, there are no stars in the pictures that Armstrong and Aldrin took on the moon. But if you've ever used a camera before, it's easy to understand why. Okay, sure. Now they're gaslighting us. <laughs> All of the exposures of the astronauts on the moon were daylight exposures. Oh, okay. He explains. I don't, he is some guy who's like debunking this. I, his name is Feinberg. Um, the surface was brightly illuminated from the sun, and the astronauts are wearing bright white spacesuits that are highly reflective. Okay, sure. Mm. The gaslighting with this is just, I mean, they were really good at it. The exposure on the astronauts' cameras was too short to capture the spacesuits. Same thing happens if you go into someone's back porch at night and turn on the lights. Even though you can see the stars from where you're standing, a quick exposure won't be able to capture them. Mm. And that kind of makes sense. As a photographer, yeah, that, that, totally, that totally tracks. But I still think they're gaslighting us. Like, oh, what do you mean? It's a daylight dummy. Like, oh, the moon, the yeah. flag had a rod in it. Like, come on, you asshole. Um, and then also someone says that the shadows aren't right in any of the images based on the time of day. But I mean, so, how do they know that? Because it's, it's space is like different. Well, I mean, the sun is still like you, you know what time it is on the moon or do you, I guess. I mean, if the sun, like if the sun is directly in front of you, shouldn't the shadow be directly behind you? So that's what people are saying. Like based on where the sun looks like it's coming from, the shadows aren't necessarily right. Yeah, but doesn't isn't that all like go out the window because like gravity or something's different on the moon? <laughs> well, I don't think the sun, the sun, the speed of light still travels the same way, I think. You might be right. I don't actually know. I don't know. I mean, I think if you're on Venus, the sun still is going to create a shadow behind you. Unless it doesn't. Actually, I don't fucking know. Does Thanks, it? Heather. I don't now know. my, my brain's fine. <laughs> Um, so in this, <laughs> well, let's, let's kind of get in here a little bit. Um, an image from the moon landing, it is possible to see certain objects even though they're in the shadows. Skeptics argue that if the sun were the only source of light, this wouldn't be the case. Therefore, the fact that you can see some objects in the shadow must be a result of special Hollywood lighting. The problem with this theory is that although the sun is the main source of illumination on the moon, it isn't the only source of illumination. Another source is the lunar ground, which reflects the sun's light. In Apollo 11 pictures, the sunlight is being scattered or reflected off the ground every which way, and some of it, a small fraction, but not enough to be able to see, scatters into the shadows. Mm-hmm. That seems like gaslighting. Mm. This is why in some images you can make out a plaque that Armstrong and Aldrin left on the moon even though it's in the shadow. Now we're just supposed to believe that the moon is reflecting the sun into the shadows? Yeah, this this is a stretch. I mean, does the, does the moon reflect the sun and we can see it at night? Yeah, from Earth. So maybe that makes actually a lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, if we can see the moon at night because the sun is reflecting off of it, I think we could probably see into some shadows. Or no, what do you think? I think, <clears throat> I, think I need to hear a scientist speak on this because 
no idea. Well, I got my degree. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's from a scientist, I believe. I mean, who? I, I don't actually know. I don't. I, I'm not going to give you guys any references for for my research on this. <laughs> Google. <laughs> um, okay, so the moon landing is also faked because you can't see Armstrong's camera. Um, in one of the pictures from the moon landing, you can see Armstrong clearly reflected in Aldrin's visor. Some skeptics, skeptics have pointed out that Armstrong does not appear to be holding his camera, so someone else must be taking the picture. But that's not true. Armstrong couldn't walk around the moon with a regular handheld camera. In his bulky suit, he needed something that was easy to manipulate. The camera he used on the moon was mounted on the front of his suit, which is where his hands are in the reflection. The moon landing... Oh, yeah. So I don't know that... I don't really know much about that. Not being able to see the camera. Yeah, well, I don't understand what that's saying. So I guess are, the are you supposed to be able to see the camera? Well, I Is guess that what they're saying in the reflection of, like he was taking a picture in Aldrin, like you could see uh, the in his like visor because it's like reflective, and you can't see the camera in the visor. But that's because the camera's down below the visor, and so they're just saying that's why you couldn't see it because it was mounted mm. to Armstrong's chest and not in his hands like this. Oh, okay. It's a pretty easy hmm. one to believe. And then the next one, which is my favorite, is the moon landing is fake because Stanley Kubrick filmed it, who is like a director. <laughs> um, so director Stanley Kubrick's film, 2001, A Space Odyssey, wowed audiences in 1968 for creating a realistic image of outer space. It was so compelling that some conspiracy theorists later wondered if the government had actually hired Kubrick to film the moon landing in a soundstage possibly like the one that James Bond ran through in the 1971 film Diamonds Are Forever. The thing is, the moon landing footage didn't look real because Kubrick filmed it. Kubrick's movie 2001 looked real because Kubrick enlisted astron astron astronomical artists and aerospace engineers to help him with it. The only evidence that Kubrick filled the moon landing has itself proved to be a hoax. So, um, What do you think? Do you think that there's enough um, backup to prove that we were on the moon? Well, my thing is, is why haven't we been back to the moon? Probably because there's no benefit. We can't do anything with it. And it says we have been back six times. Yeah, but the last time was December 19th, 1972. It's 2023. Well, it's probably because we can't make money off the moon. So that's just my thing is like now with technology like it would be a lot easier to prove that we went to the moon but like why aren't we going if well, we were if we were to go again or like anytime you know in the past like 10 years i would be like oh yeah then we definitely went but it's just sus that like we only went in the 60s and 70s and now like no one's been back <laughs> the moon is not cool anymore it's like kind of lame actually we're like moved on to mars now and pluto's no longer a planet yeah like what first of all pluto is a planet and you cannot tell me otherwise pluto will always be a planet in my heart pluto always has a place <laughs> in the solar system with me it's not a dead moon it's not no i love pluto justice for pluto <laughs> Um, but yeah, it cost them $25.8 billion between 1960 and 1973 to get to the moon, which in today's money would be $257 billion. Dang, has inflation gone up? Fucking 100%. Okay, but not even like us. Like, why hasn't anyone else in uh, the world? Like, why hasn't Russia gone back? Russia or... went to the... Well, like I said, because for one, it costs a lot of money to do it. And two, there's really no no reason to go to the moon. Like, what can we gather from the moon that we didn't already get from the samples that we collected? Like, there's no gold... Cult there there's nothing to mine off the moon. There's nothing to, like, benefit. There's no capitalistic endeavor from going back to the moon. Now, Mars, we don't know yet, right? Because we've just started exploring Mars. Yeah. I guess. Like, it's just because the moon ain't cool anymore. Well, I would like to go to the moon. Me too. How long How long does it take to get to the moon? Like a month? How long to get to the moon? <laughs> Google. It only takes three days. You could leave on Friday and be back on Sunday night. Ooh, we could do a long weekend. A long weekend Memorial Day moon trip. <laughs> Come on. Uh, wait, why did someone yes, say it takes seven... Uh, Seven days. No, three days. You know what? I think we know what our next business venture is going to be. I totally would pay to go to the moon. Moon weekends. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be cool. I would go to the moon. Could you imagine like the photo shoot that you could do on the moon? <laughs> your little spacesuit, your little cinch waist, your little uh, scrunch butt 
yoga pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space suit. <laughs> Slay. Okay, get one with my helmet off. Hurry, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And your face just pops or whatever. Yeah, pops. you just blow know. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Right, All I'm for gonna, the gram. I want to get one topless. I want to get one topless. <gasps> Could you IGs. imagine the titties on just the be moon? Like, perky as fuck. <laughs> you know how many people would pay for that? <laughs> Only fans moon titties. The uh, the first pair of titties on the moon. <laughs> Oh my god, has a woman been to the moon? And if she did not take advantage of that, she's a dumbass. I don't know. Did she Google? <laughs> has a woman been to the moon? Probably fucking not. Why do I feel so stupid? <laughs> okay, so yeah. Um no women have been to the moon. Oh wait. Catherine Johnson what happens. was a NASA mathematician who played a key role. Oh, no, she didn't go. Wait. What happens she to your period go. when you're on the moon? It probably just like- stays up inside of you. Like, what happens if you have a tampon in? What? <laughs> like, well, there's a little less gravity, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Is there more gravity? Well, no, it's less gravity. <laughs> I think. I'm the one that had 17 brain surgeries. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what your excuse is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're one. Uh, you would lose so much weight on the moon. We'd be like seven pounds. Oh, I need to so, go to the moon. I don't want anyone to do the calculation in reverse and figure out how much I weigh. But the moon's smaller mass and radius <laughs> combined to produce a gravitational field at its surface, only one-sixth that of our Earth. So let me see how much I would weigh. <laughs> uh, wait, what's one-sixth as a fraction? <laughs> as a <death. laughs> God damn, one divided one divided. Ah one divided by six is point Why are we six. so stupid? <laughs> I would weigh wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I would weigh less than twenty-five pounds on the moon. Ooh, slay. What on the moon diet, baby? <laughs> slay. What is, what, what is, um, what's the new drug that everyone's injecting? Like, oh, Zempic. Um, oh, Zempic. <laughs> moon Zempic. You just go to the yeah. moon and you lose five sixths of your body weight. <laughs> All right. So I want to do one more conspiracy theory. Okay. I know we're coming up on an hour, but this was the one that I legitimately fucking believe. Okay. This is the okay. one that I. It has me by the nipples, okay? And you cannot tell me different. And then I kind of, oh, there's another one here, Missing 411. Maybe we'll do two conspiracy episodes because the Missing 411 is just so good. And there's one Wait, about the what? The Missing 411 conspiracy theory. It's so good. Maybe we should make this a two, we should do a two-parter. Okay. All right, guys. So we're, then we're not going to talk about the one that I just has gripped me by the clit. Um, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. All right, Heather. Well, good call. Um, we'll just, uh, I think we're probably, probably going to record it right now. and um, But you guys aren't going to hear it yet, so <laughs> we suck. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea because there's a few here that are, we still yeah. have like five more that we need to talk about. I uh, know, because the moon landing really just got us. Yeah, the moon landing and the flat earth were kind of big ones. All right, Heather. Well, so. thank you so much. And we will um, see you guys next week. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.